Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And on today's episode, we're going to dive into the highlights from Kentucky's championship win in the Global Jam over Canada. They won uh, 89-72. And I just want to talk about how proud I am of this young group. They uh, really impressed me. And you know... um. The, the sentiment has pretty much been the same with me and everybody that watches the show. We're really excited, but we don't want to speak too soon because we've seen this happen before. We've seen, you know, guys uh, look really good, play really well in the preseason. And then, you know, they kind of got punched in the mouth a little bit and don't quite live up to the expectations that they created in summer. Um but it's just hard to not do that with this group. Um, there's just something about the way these guys are playing that just makes me feel like they're a little bit different. And like I said, I'm I'm trying not to to drive this uh, Final Four slash championship bandwagon, but it's getting harder uh, each time I see them play. I'm just liking them more and more. And this is not even with the team at full strength. I can't wait to see what they look like when everybody gets back healthy. Um, but yeah, let's go on and get into these highlights of the championship game against Canada and uh, see what we like in it, see what we maybe not might not like, and um, just you know, overall thoughts on the game. Wagner to the top, hesitates back to Mitchell. Three, right of the circle, good. Kentucky's in front. And um, left of the circle, it's Edwards on the drive, banks it up, and in. I, I want to say shout out to Edwards too because Edwards was really getting busy. Um, uh, I feel like uh, that first game, Edwards may have, you know, I was I was feeling like he might have. Could have felt like he wasn't really fitting in correctly and things like that. He kind of got lost in the sauce a little bit. But after that, he played uh, a little bit better in each game after that. And, um, you know, we're really going to need Edwards to to be that guy on the wing. Um, he's shooting the ball a lot better. He just uh, has been finding a way to get involved. He, he's getting out in transition. He's um, just being a super versatile uh, wing player. He's getting to the hole. He's hitting his spot-up jumpers. Um he just started to play really well. And um, also, you know, uh, I want to shout out Rob Dillingham because um, he bounced back pretty good, too. Uh, you no, know, he had probably been kind of feeling, you know, a little bit weird with his playing time and such like that. Like I said, he said the right things. He's keeping his head in the game. He's staying focused. Um, but I'm just glad to see him uh, starting to play a little bit better, too. But, um, but yeah, man. Uh, all these guys just uh looked really uh impressive and and a dude Thero from where he was at last year man I just really love what I'm seeing out of him uh, his confidence level just going through the roof and he's just making some uh, some plays that I really like to see and hopefully uh he'll have a, a breakout season this year as well. They're just gonna they're gonna have so many weapons that I just feel like it's not gonna be a lot of pressure on one particular player. They're just gonna have a lot of guys, and you just never. I think it's gonna be hard for opponents to actually like create game plans against them because 
I think from from night to night, you're just not going to really know what to expect. You're going to have so many guys. Obviously, they're going to probably key in on Reeves. But outside of Reeves, you're going to have guys like Mitchell. You're going to have Thero. You're going to have Edwards, Dillingham, Shepard, Wagner. Like You're going to just have so many guys that are going to be capable of going for 12 to 16 points a night. So... And Mitchell's, I just feel like Mitchell's going to be one of the the best um, bailout guys, if you will, because, like I said, I just like that he always finds himself in the spot where he's available for these guys when they penetrate. He knows how to get to the right spot, so all he has to do is just catch a pass and shoot. He don't have to really work too hard to get his shot off. Um, so he should get you know, three to four easy jumpers every night, just being available, being in the right spot. And if we just get guys that are just going to be able to do stuff like this, we're going to be tough. We're going to be scoring. We're going to be in the 80s, 90s every night. I can see it. Um, one of the other things that I that I do want to say that I, I noticed is that – um. A lot of the Kentucky guys, see, like right there, um, a lot of the Kentucky dudes have really shown me that they can play through contact a lot better than I thought they would be doing um, initially. Uh, but these guys, um, I don't know if it's just the way they've been training or whatever, but like DJ Edwards, even Shepard, like they've been a dude they've been running through some contact and um still being able to get all the way to the basket so i like the fact that these guys are able to play physical and they're able to hold their spots because i know that that's what's going to come for them when we get back into the sec play guys are going to try to beat them up they're going to try to take advantage of them being young and feeling like they can overpower them um but these guys just seem like they are. Uh, they got enough strength to where, you know, they can still get to their spots, take some bumps, finish through some contact. And like I said, they're going to need that. Um, so that's definitely encouraging when I see them going through people and just being able to still finish. See, like... That was another example where Edwards just took the little hit, stepped back, hit the jumper, didn't knock him completely off his rhythm. Now, I ain't going to lie, that type of shot right there, I think um, when we get into Power 5 basketball, Wagner is going to probably have to check himself on those type of shots because with the, the cast that we got around, you don't really need to take them type of shots. Like, I know Wagner can hit some of them. He's good enough or whatever the case may be. But I think when you get into that real serious, like, conference play, he's going to have to make sure he takes a better quality shot than that. Um, because you just don't need to take it because we got so many weapons. And, and he'll get the ball back and, you know, he'll be able to do his thing. I, I can see uh, Wagner averaging 12 to 14 a game easy, so... He going to get enough opportunities to where I would just like to see him be a little bit more selective with those type of shots, even though obviously he's good enough. He makes them. So 
I guess that's just me nitpicking something. See, I'd rather him shoot a shot like that than some of those contested floaters. Because at least I know he's not labeled as a shooter. But now, now that one, even though he missed that one, that I thought that was a better quality uh, driving floater than the other one. See, that one, he he really didn't have no choice. But um, he just made the shot. But but see, that's, that's where I think Mitchell's... Mitchell's going to make his bread and butter right there. He's just going to flash, and these guys are just going to see him, and he's going to be wide open, and he's just going to get a lot of easy looks like that. And what more could you ask for as a stretch forward? Look, just just all he got to do, turn around, catch, and shoot. Jordan Burks, he works hard, man. Um, I hope that he doesn't lose all his minutes when the bigs come back. But, um, yeah, man, everybody's working hard. Everybody's scrappy. They just moving the ball. See, this play right here, man, this is just this, – this is the reason why I think Calipari feels like he doesn't have to call a lot of sets. He's not going to have to draw up a whole lot for these guys because they just seem to have a good feel for what they're supposed to do. And when you got plays like this where almost everybody's touching the ball and then they just get good shots because they just they're these are just high IQ plays. Everybody's seeing the open man exactly when he's appearing open and they're not hesitating. They're getting the ball. Then when you get the ball and they close on you, immediately you get into the open man and it just ends up in the right guy's hand for the right shot. And I think this is going to be something that, you know, we should see a lot of. Um, and when we get our bigs back, you know, hopefully it'll be some alley-oops thrown. Um, you know, I kind of miss the days of seeing the guards just getting to the basket and throwing up alley-oops. Like, we got to get back to that. I want to see alley-oops alley and open jump shots. That's That's all I want to see all game long. And say, here's the play I'm talking about. Everybody touched the ball. I mean, that's just that's just great ball movement. See, they just when they if they play together like this, they just gonna be hard to stop. Um, you're not gonna have anybody that just feels like they have to take shots. Like Reed Shepard, you know, he makes a little fake. He's going to the basket, you know, in in a, in a case where he may be the best player on the team, he probably feel like he had to shoot that shot. Or he feel, even in high school, he probably feel like he got to try to score right there. But playing in this system with these guys, you know, he just stays focused. It kind of closes in on him a little bit. And then he makes an excellent pass out to Rob Dillingham. And then Dillingham don't really have to do nothing but just catch it and shoot it. And, uh, you know, he gets a four-point play out of it. And that's just guys being smart enough to know they don't have to force stuff on this team. Against the zone, right side, Shepard into the lane. Mitchell down low. Burks lays it in. Nice ball movement there. 2-3 zone gets it to Burks. Left side, Shepard penetrates into the lane. Jump pass to the right side. Dillingham jumper. Yeah. Good and a foul. 
It's going to be all day. They're going to get so many of these looks um, if they just keep playing this way. It should. I mean, they're just going to have scores all over the court. And it's just going to be a whole lot of transitional baskets. See, that's one of them drives right there where, like I was saying earlier, I like that these guys are just strong enough to get to the basket. Um, And that's where you can see where, like, Wagner was kind of, you know, he kind of had a little body on him, but he just made that one extra dribble instead of being pushed off balance. He just, you know, he just dug down, dug down, made one more dribble, and got around his man. And I feel like a lot of these boys are capable of doing that. Just going to get them bodies up off of them and get to that rim. Another one where Wagner just wasn't going to be denied. As long as long as these guys are able to play, you know, solid defense. As long as they can play solid defense, protect the rim. You know, obviously rebounding comes with that. I think that's going to be the most important part of this team's success because offensively, I think they're going to be okay. I think um they're going to be able, I think it's going to be hard to keep them under 70 points. But I think their championship success is going to be determined by can they play defense, can they rebound, and can they block a few shots. If we can block, you know, five, six shots a game collectively, um, and we can get on them boards and get out in transition, I think we're going to be awfully tough to uh, deal with. I think uh, that's the only keys. Because I, I feel like they're going to shoot free throws good. I feel like overall they're going to hit a decent amount of jump shots. I'm not saying they're going to be like, you know, like the Golden State Warriors. Uh, but I think they're going to have a, a couple of guys that's going to always shoot in the like mid-30s, you know, I think they're going to have three or four guys that probably shoot 35% from three. Um, so I think they're going to be a decent long-range shooting team. In transition, I think they're going to be hard to deal with because they're just going to have so many guys that you're going to have to watch. Like I said, I think the key is just going to be can they contain other teams? Can you get key stops? I think that's going to be ultimately, you know, I got to see... I'll say I got to see what they can do when they play other highly ranked teams, what they can do defensively. So anyways, man, um, I ain't gonna hold y'all no longer. Uh, Kentucky with the global uh, jam championship over Canada. Um, 
But anyways, as usual, y'all let me know what y'all think about it. And man, I'm excited for a basketball season. I know we still got what well, we got about two and a half, three months. Um, you know, we still got a little ways to wait. And hopefully these guys, um, you know, they've seen what they can do. They know what they're going to have to work on. You know, in that time, we can get guys back healthy, try to get Bradshaw, Onyenzo back as soon as possible and, you know, get them comfortable with the team and help everybody improve and, you know, figure out their roles. But as long as these guys continue to work hard and stay focused and don't get too up, you know, don't let themselves get too low when they playing bad. Um, like I said, I, I appreciate what Rob Dillingham said, uh, you know, when he didn't get to play much and I think it was the second or third game, whatever it was, but I think it was the second game. He said that, you know, he wasn't mad. Uh, DJ and Reed Shepard was playing well. So he just had to sit for the betterment of the team, but that he was still focused and he still trusted what coach Calipari was doing. And I don't think these guys have to worry about this because I think at some point, most of the, I think, to be honest with you, I think DJ, Dillingham, Bradshaw, Edwards are for sure going to be NBA players. Reed Shepard, he's looking like he could potentially be an NBA player. Adu Thero's looking like he could potentially be an NBA player. Um, So I think these guys just got to stay locked in. And trust Calipari. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about the playing time. Just make sure you working on what you need to work on. You improving with what you need to improve on. And um, I think they'll all eventually get to the next level. Um, You know, like I said, we're going to probably run majority of our offense probably going to come from Reeves. Like Reeves is going to be the guy that's going to have to lead the team. But um, I'm glad to see that right now this team looks like they uh they get along real good and they like playing with each other. So the sky could be the limit for this for this team as long as we can get everybody back healthy. Um, they could potentially be something special. But anyways, like I said, I was already trying to let y'all go and I started rattling off again or whatever the case may be. So I'm gonna let y'all go this time and uh, y'all let me know what y'all think about it. We'll get back at it next time. Sports and Discourse with Derek Stevenson.